Grace and peace and God's blessings to every single one of you. My name is Pastor Gloria Boyce and I want to welcome you all to the Billionaire Consciousness Expansion. We're going to have a Holy Ghost wonderful time in the Lord this evening. This evening I'm looking for three readers. The first one is John 6 verse 37 to 40. The second is Luke 12 46 to 49. And the third is Luke 17, 28 to 22. I'm not going to keep you very long tonight. Tonight's subject matter is peace has to begin with us. We were sent here to show forth all of God's glory. So peace has to begin with us. And as you're pondering upon that, I want you to remember that every individual is an offspring of the Most High God, every individual. So peace has to begin with us, and tonight we're looking for three readers. Amen. All right, this is going to be a bumper crop year for every single one of you. And bumper crop doesn't mean monetary. It could mean that too. But whatever you have, if you have a desire for, for love, it's going to come in a bumper crop way. Friendship, bumper crop. Peace, bumper crop. Happiness, bumper crop. So whatever your desires of your heart is, is going to be, full, be filled and running over. This is a good year. Last week, we talked about the significance of Christmas. We emphasize that Jesus walked the earth 2,000 years ago, but long before that, even before Abraham was, the Christ was. So tonight we want to continue on with the peace has to begin with us. If we are seeking peace, it has to start with us. And since Christ is called the Prince of Peace, we using the Yuletide season to emphasize that. Now, Christmas will be of little value to us and have no significance if we believe that the Prince of Peace lived 2,000 years ago but is not on the earth today. True, the Prince of Peace did live 2,000 years ago and 4,000 years ago. Two, just as the Prince of Peace is also on earth in the heart, in the soul, and in the consciousness of every individual awaited to be released into this world. Hear me, somebody. He is in our hearts and in our soul and in every consciousness of every individual awaiting to be released into this world. The Christ peace, however, cannot be achieved by praying to God to reform our neighbors. Not even our neighbors across the sea. It has to begin with us. Why do we not recognize our own barrenness before we begin to demand things of others? Let us leave our neighbors alone. And sacredly and secretly go silently communing with the Prince of Peace within us 
the peace of joy, the peace of health, wholeness, completeness of spiritual perfection. Then, when we have attained some measure of Christhood and are no longer barren, we will not have to ask for peace from our neighbor, nor will we have to pray for God for peace, for peace will be flowing out from within ourselves to all mankind. The peace that passes understanding is established within us, and it is given release when we make contact with it in our daily meditation. Hear me, somebody. Hear me. Understand me carefully. The peace that passes understanding is established within us, and it is given release when we make contact with it in our daily meditation. Let us drive it and let us begin to spread its wings over the entire universe. To look for peace in another is not only to evade and avoid the issue, it is to prevent our own experiences of peace. To look for justice, for mercy, or for gratitude in another is a mistake. It is our individual responsibility to find the kingdom of God at the center of our own being. When the master spoke to the people on the shores of Galilee, wherever two or more be gathered together in the mountains, by the lake, in the desert, and in the wilderness, he always used the word you. You must forgive 70 times 7. You must pray for your enemy. You must seek first the kingdom of God that is within you. Always he was speaking to those who would listen to him. He did not say these things to Pilate or Herod. He did not say them to Caesar. He did not look to them for peace. He looked to you before him knowing that if they found peace within themselves that peace would evolve all mankind. So it is that when we begin to take the responsibility for maintaining the health and harmony of our own families, we discover the inner peace and harmony we find in our moments of meditation become the law of health and harmony to our children and to other members of our family. Later, as we accept the responsibility of helping our neighbors or our friends and relatives who ask for help, we do not tell them to be healthy. We do not tell them to be wealthy. Just be merciful. We retire to that secret place within ourselves and dear with this Son of God until the feeling of peace evolves us. When you are troubled, you can't look for peace. You have to go within until you feel that peace come over you. We have not transferred it to them by mental, some kind of mental acquisition or by suggesting some kind of hypnosis. We have turned to the kingdom of God within and there found peace oneness and spiritual communion with the Christ 
and then this influence escapes from us and becomes law of life and of love to those who look to us for help. One of the very earliest revelations that was given is that you have to find the awareness and that harmony and that wholeness and that completeness within you. You cannot find it outside. You cannot find it outside. That's my preamble. Now we will go to the readers. First reader. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven, not to do mine own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the Father's will, which hath sent me, that of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day, the word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Next reader. The Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looketh not for him, and at an hour when he is not aware, and will cut him in sunder, and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant which knew his Lord's will, and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knoweth not, and did commit things worthy of stripes, shall be beaten with few stripes. For unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required. And to whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. I am come to send fire on the earth, and that will I, if it be already kindled. The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Next reader. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And he said unto the disciples, The days will come when he shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and he shall not see it. The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Amen, amen, amen. Now, the significance of the Christ is lost if we do not understand 
that the healing Christ was never crucified. Hear me somebody. Listen to understand. The significance of the Christ is lost. If we do not understand that the healing Christ was never crucified. And was never buried in a tomb. The healing Christ is the Prince of Peace within us. The Son of God planted there from the beginning. Through our meditations, through an inner contemplation and communion with that spirit within, we rise up the sun in us. And that communion brings forth in our universe all that the Son of God is. It is a miracle of grace that we are only two or more are gathered together in his name. There they find the entire kingdom of God in the midst of them. It is a miracle of grace that one with God is a majority. Every single life is a miracle of God's grace. Hear me somebody. Every single life is a miracle of God's grace. Every individual is an offspring of the Most High. The Western world must learn to accept the dignity of individual man before it will have the full moral force that will eventually bring peace on earth. Peace will not be established by military means. Peace will not be established by moral capacity of those nations that have grasped the significance of the value of an individual and the reasons for that value. As a human being, as individual, it is not valuable. It is because God has incarnated as man and because every individual potentially is the Christ the Prince of Peace that is an important is as important to God as the greatest of the prophets of the saints and the Savior if only ten righteous men could realize the dignity and the sacredness of individual man they would not act with such moral force as to change the nature of the affairs of a whole city, state, or nation. And eventually, this realization would govern international relationship. There must, however, be this lifting up of the Christ ideal, of the nature of the individual being. There must be the recognition of ourselves as the offspring of God in this Christmas season, this Yuletide season, it must start within us. There must be the conviction that our life is not really ours, but the life of God individually expressed through us as you, as me. The mind of God individually manifests as your mind and mine. If all we are is what we see in our mirrors, what is the reason for our existence on earth? If when you look in the mirror and you think that's all you are, well, why are you here? If we examine the lives of some human beings, 
we must wonder why they are even tolerated in this world of ours. Only when we begin to understand the nature of this that is inherent in us and that this now awaits rising up in us our redemption for our functioning as children of God on earth. Only when do we realize that we ascend to show forth all God's glory. This is the true Christmas. This is the Christmas. Christ Mass. Christmas. Christ Mass. For I come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of Him that sent me. So say the Master. And because of this universal nature of God, it is your function and mine to live so that God's will may be done through us, not your will and not mine. Our lives must be dedicated to that principle. Wherever there is an individual capable of putting himself aside and realizing, I am here that God's will be done. Wherever there is an individual capable of putting himself aside and realizing, I am here that God's will may be done through me. I am here so as to be an outlet for those imprisoned splendor. I am here that I may be used so that this Christ within me may function for the benefit of all those who are still in darkness. Hear me somebody, please. There are Christ, there the Christ abides and lives that life. Let me see if I could say this again, sweet grass. Our lives must be dedicated to that principle. Wherever there is an individual capable of putting himself aside and realizing, I am here that God that God's will may be done through me. I am here so as to be an outlet for those imprisoned. I am here that I may be used so that this Christ within may function for the benefit of all those who are still in darkness. There the Christ abides and lives that life. It was Napoleon who said that every soldier have a, a marshal's baton in his knapsack. And this is merely another way of expressing the, the Christ teaching that every man, by the grace of God, presents in him, has within himself the full authority and dignity of a master. The world has been fortunate in having had great teachers who caught the vision of the indwelling spirit of God 
and who realized the divine nature of man Moses Elijah Elisha Isaiah Jesus John Paul and many others all these men thought the same thing that they were only way showers teachers and that if they did not go away the comforter could not come if we too do not begin to perceive that what has been revealed by the spiritual masters of the world is a universal principle how then can this Christ become a universal revelation and demonstration how can the kingdom of god come on earth if it does not come as individual man rise up to his christhood it has to come through you and the people of this world of themselves suddenly going to become good people instead of bad people wise people instead of ignorant people is there anything that is going to change the human race from being what it always has been a state of slavery a state of bondage a state of mass ignorance will the world ever change except through the realization of the nature of christmas the nature of the truth and the seed of god that the seed of god is planted in human consciousness planted in the individual you and me and that we must bring forth our spiritual identity is there any other way in which it can be done education of course is is valuable to a civilized society but mere academic training and intellectual powers do not bring forth morality or integrity only the realization of the spiritual nature of our being can do that only the lifting up of the Christ in us can make us a world of people inspired with high spiritual moral sense and this by releasing it from ourselves it have to come through you into the world into the universe into your family members into your neighbors it has to come through you telling people that they should be good that they should be they should be peace on earth or there should be integrity in their dealings with others does not bring it about nothing does not even a preaching sermon do it only in one way can peace be established on earth and that is to find the peace of god in our own being as we do that we will attract to ourselves little groups and they will find the peace of god established within them then they in turn finding the peace of god within themselves will draw it forth from others and so on and so on understand this 
is locked up within you and me. And we must release the Prince of Peace from within us. And then let it do its work in the consciousness of all those who at this moment may be ready and receptive for the experience. Are you hearing me, somebody? Peace is locked up within you and in me. And we must release the Prince of Peace from within us and let it do its work in the consciousness of all those who at this moment may be ready and receptive for the experience. This is not done by moralizing to the world or by asking the world to be better than it is or is capable of being. It is done individually by releasing that Prince of Peace within ourselves, by communing with the Spirit within, and then, as it escapes, letting it go before us to do its work. We are not called upon to go out into the world, out to release the Spirit of Christ into the world. There's no spiritual value in all the thousands of words that we utter. There's no spiritual or moral value in all the hundreds of lessons we preach or, 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 or teach. The grace of God does not reach human consciousness by moralizing. What we must do is to retire to our home to our temples, to our hills and valleys, and there find the peace hidden within. We must become centers through which the grace of God can escape. Hear me somebody, please. We must become centers through which the grace of God can escape. And then that invisible presence goes before us to make the crooked place straight and to prepare mansions for us. Our greatest value in the world lies in our periods of silence, secrecy, and sacredness. Every time that we see a person and realize that this grace of God is within him, we become a light into the world without voicing it. Hear me somebody, please. Every time that we see a person and realize that this grace of God is within him, we become a light unto the world without voicing it, speaking, uttering, or writing it, but merely by looking on an individual and realize that there too is the grace of God. There too is the Son of God. This is releasing the imprisoned splendor. This is the recognition of the indwelling Christ in friend and foe. Not the recognition of a human being walking on earth, but the recognition of the seed planted in the midst of him. 
this seed that lies buried within us will remain a seed forever until it receives its nourishment. And that spiritual nourishment so necessary is the recognition of the true identity of the individual. Within individual man is the Son of God. That I, that he is, within him is the divine presence and the divine power, the divine grace of God, I with him, I within him, is the food, the sunshine, and the rain to that seed. Hear me. I within him is the food, the sunshine, and the rain to that seed. Then the seed begins to sprout. And the nature of our friends, relatives, and business associates changes before our very eyes without even knowing why. They may develop in them a search for God, a seeking for reality, until a measure or, or a message or messenger reveals that it is not necessary to seek further because it is within. That which we are seeking is the divine reality of us, the Son of God in us, the Holy Grail within our own consciousness. All the sacredness of the Son of God is established at the center of our being. God's being because we are one with the Father and all that the Father has is already ours his wisdom his mind his glory his grace his presence his substance his being the very breath of his life is the breath of our life for we are one and in that oneness we find our allness and in our oneness with all mankind only in our oneness with God are we at one with every spiritual light who has ever trod the globe past, present and future Christmas reveals that God has planted his son in us I'm going to stop here. Amen, amen, amen. I hope you got something out of this.